At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host from Las Vegas. Your other host, the other half of the hosting team, is Across America in Boston. It's Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. Happy Thirsty Thursday. Big day ahead, Pritch. We got Gamble and Lou Day. Excited to get his thoughts on this really uh, kind of difficult week 18 in the NFL Mm -hmm. with lines moving and not knowing, you know, motivations and who's going to play and who's not. Uh, But a ton to get to, Pritch. We got a lot of NHL today, big college basketball slate, some NBA. But I want to give a quick shout out real quick to the great state of New York. And Pritch, I'm a Boston guy. I don't don't like New York. I don't like the Yankees. You know, none of that. But, uh, Huge news out of New York today, Pritch. The New York um, uh, State Gaming Commission just announced that uh, legal betting, online legal betting in the great state of New York could launch as soon as this Saturday, Saturday the 9th at 9 a.m. So they've already um, approved of four different sports books that could go live this weekend. FanDuel, DraftKings, Caesars, and Bet Rivers. You got a bunch of others in the pipeline here just waiting for approval. But this is massive, Pritch. The fourth biggest state in the country. We were thinking, hey, maybe by Super Bowl they'd get it going. But it looks like New York has done a really good job with the Gaming Commission to kind of get the rules in place, get the licenses licenses all awarded. And this is going to be a massive market. Uh, again, only California, Texas, and Florida are bigger in terms of population. Tons of sports fans, millions of fans, great teams, pro and college. The only caveat, Pritch, you can't bet on St. John's in New York. They're not going to allow college betting, it looks like. But either way, this is going to be a huge game changer. Biggest news of 2022, New York mobile betting. 
could be good to go this weekend. Massive news right before the NFL playoffs begin and a college football playoff <laughs> as well, though. Josh, I see. I thought you were going to have confetti, balloons, uh, some champagne in the background on this news. <laughs> Yeah, next time I visit my sister in Brooklyn, I'll be able to hopefully bet uh, bet legally on the app. But uh, this is huge, Rich. Yeah. And again, my question is, does this siphon away uh, all these big numbers we've seen out of New Jersey? New, Jer New Jersey has become, you know, uh, the biggest sports betting state, even bigger than Nevada. Will you start to see all the people who, you know, go to Jersey to place their bets now do it in New York? Either way, anybody on the East Coast like me, this is great news with New York going mobile live. Yeah, great news, massive news, and opens the door for the other big states, like you mentioned before, Texas and Cali. Uh, looking forward to Florida too so looking forward to the situations uh, developing when it comes to sports betting let's get to situations developing in the National Football League Josh uh, news and notes that could affect your bet uh, I want to start with this one because it's crazy uh, Bears place quarterback Justin Fields and COVID reserve list uh, so even though he was named a starter it doesn't look like he's going to start this last game uh, because he's landed on the COVID reserve list right there uh, and then Garoppolo practices for the first time since that thumb injury that big reveal uh, he was limited. It's an important game with the Rams. 49ers, obviously, and the Rams taking place. That game is very important to uh, playoff um, uh, situations across the league here. So I want to start there with you because Garoppolo, limited in practice, he had some zip on the ball. What was notable to me, though, is he actually was taking simulated snaps from under center. It wasn't the actual center, what the, the video that we saw, but it was uh, a receiving a snap as if he was under center. So... Uh, I know this about the league. They will do what they can to help him manage the pain. Uh, and if he needs surgery uh, and that's going to take place in the offseason, maybe a chance Garoppolo plays in this game. Yeah, and Pritch, you know, it's funny how San Francisco and the, the 49ers fans, you know, you draft Trey Lance and you're getting ready to get rid of Garoppolo. We don't want Garoppolo. We want Trey Lance. Now when the, you know, the money's on the table, you really want Jimmy G to come back here. So it just goes to show you, uh, you know, how important he is to their team. But Pritch, this is a game that obviously means a ton to both teams. You know, San Fran's nine and seven. They're the sixth seed right now, but they haven't clinched a playoff berth. If they lose and things don't go their way, there's a chance they miss the playoffs. This is a game where you don't have to worry about motivation. San Fran's motivated and so are the Rams. The Rams right now are the two seed but they could fall anywhere three to five if they lose and all these mm -hmm. other teams behind them win so again this is a game where we don't have to say you know who's motivated are they going to play their guys or not it's really this game the chargers game the, the vegas game and then also uh pittsburgh baltimore where to me those are the games that actually mean something which makes it a little easier in terms of capping uh but i like san francisco here pritch the immediate move was towards san fran you had a lot of books open rams laying six at home immediately got down to uh four and a half or four uh maybe a combination of respected money on the 49 you are in a you know contrarian road divisional dog type angle we look at these uh road dogs plus six or less they've been great this year uh 62 percent against the spread but maybe it's also just jimmy g maybe being able to play seeing that line move going to san fran and remember uh we these teams met november 15th it was a 31 to 10 mm -hmm. san fran dominant win I, I think they were like a three and a half dog if i remember correctly i think it was a either a Monday night or a Thursday night game, but it was a primetime game where everyone was on Rams and San Francisco came to play. You also get Shanahan as a dog, been good covering numbers, 24 and 17 ATS, 59%. So if you're worried about, uh, you know, the quarterback issue, or maybe it's a, you know, a tight game here, or maybe it's a six point game. I think you could also tease the 49ers four and a half to 10 and a half. I think it's a great teaser play going through the seven and going through the 10. Okay. So what is the line telling you as a data driven better, Josh? I mean, are you anticipating Garoppolo playing or does that not even matter? because you're truly just fixated on this number here because I'm looking at the other side with the Rams laying four and a half and the fact that okay they can be the two seed if they win this game 
right? Uh, now, laying four and a half is different from a betting perspective, but they can be the two seed if they win this game, meaning they avoid Lambeau until that last game uh, scenario, the one right before certainly the Super Bowl. We're talking about the NFC Championship. Yeah, so I think definitely that line move is telling you that maybe Jimmy G is a little bit closer to playing. Because okay. if he was out here, I think this number would be closer to that sixth number uh, with Trey Lance, um, who, you know, again, did have a win last week when he was uh, kind of thrust into action there, Pritch. But my question is, too, with the Rams, like, yeah, you know, they could have that two seed and there's they have motivation on their side. We talked about on yesterday's show, Pritch, Stafford's turning the ball over yeah. quite a bit. I mean, you need a miracle there at the end to, uh, to win and cover that teaser number if you teased them down against uh, Baltimore. So, again, this is kind of one of those divisional dog type angles. You have a line move here to the 49ers. Shanahan's been good in this dog spot. Uh, I want Jimmy G to start. Um, and again, it looks like it's trending that way. The next move is meaningful, Prish. Do we see this thing tick down to four? Does it creep back up to five? If, if you're on the 49ers like me in this one, you want to see this number either stay the same or fall. If you start to see it creep back to Rams, maybe that's bad news for Jimmy G. Okay, let's get to one of these Saturday games because you got the Dallas Cowboys and the Eagles. Um, Shout out to Sirianni for getting his team to the playoffs, by the way. I don't know if we glossed over that or not. First-time head coach, first-time defense coordinator, Shane Steichen, and his second year as an offensive coordinator. How about that coaching staff uh, with this Eagles football team? Now they're catching five points at home against the Dallas Cowboys. COVID situations, injury situations uh, with the Cowboys, too. Micah Parsons added to the COVID list. Eagles had 12 guys uh, placed on the COVID list on Monday, but they think uh, they could be – uh, able to return for this game. I mean, certainly the opportunity to test out of that situation. But then um, on Twitter, though, uh, Garofolo had the fact that the list of Cowboys has grown in terms of guys who are under the weather. So I don't know if that's COVID or just guys are just sick here. So interpretation of this line here, the Cowboys laying five against the Eagles team, 43 is the total. So, Pritch, on the news of, you know, some COVID issues, some injuries, and also, you know, the Cowboys, is this one of those games where they say, hey, we're kind of where we are. Uh, we can't move much further up here. Do we just rest our guys, you know, rest Dak before the playoff run? And really uh, seeing these COVID guys go on the list, they're, they're not like supplementary players, Pritch. These are big guys. These are Micah right. Parsons, Tyron Smith. I mean, really huge contributors here. So, uh, Jerry Jones, I think there was a quote that, you know, he wants to play his guys, uh, and McCarthy may have to do whatever Jerry wants to do here. But you're seeing this line go back to, uh, to the Eagles here. Uh, yes, just yesterday, I think this was minus six and a half, minus seven Cowboys. We're seeing it now fall to five or even four and a half. So if this becomes a game where, you know, you have backups on both sides, then it's almost a preseason type angle where, uh, again, Eagles have already wrapped up their playoff spot. They've clinched that. Uh, do you get a lot of backups? Do you get Gardner Minshew here? I'd look at grabbing the points if, if you're going to have a backup type of game. And again, if you're on that four and a half, now you're at five. Doesn't matter too much. But this could be another teaser play with all these Cowboys guys being down. I'd look toward the Eagles at home, trying to maybe get some good Good feelings, good mojo going into the playoffs. I know. How about that? Again, I think I've glossed over the Eagles. I know the betting market has supported the Eagles frequently during the year. Uh, some big bets coming in on the Eagles and notable bets, too. So uh, this is interesting situation there with the Eagles divisional game, too. We love the fact that we get these divisional games to end the year. But if the Rams were to lose uh, to the 49ers, I mean, that just opens up so many scenarios for the Cowboys. Now, I don't know if you're a team like the Cowboys and the Bucks, uh, you think that way. Like, if the Rams lose, okay, all of a sudden we could become the two seed mm -hmm. because a lot has to happen, uh, one, for the Rams to become a two seed, excuse me, for the, the Cowboys to become a two seed, uh, and then certainly for the Buccaneers, who lay in a big number against the Panthers. We know about Antonio Brown finally getting released. Uh, that was some drama. If you ask me, Antonio just wanted attention, like always. Uh, he got that. Um, but there's protocols. When, it, when you're hurt, I mean, you go to a doctor or a trainer. You don't go sit on a bench, right? 
Uh, so anyway, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers may be refocused here without Antonio Brown, too, Josh. So uh, looking at these big numbers, too, uh, coming up this weekend, and now it's down to eight here uh, against the Panthers, anticipating the Buccaneers perhaps sitting some guys as well. Yeah, I think that's something you got to keep an eye out for. So these games with not knowing who's going to play and who's not, these are the ones that I really want to wait, wait late into the weekend on. And let's get some, let's read some tea leaves. Let's hear what Arians has to say. Arians kind of getting it from uh, every direction here, Pritch. You know, he was saying, hey, you know, he was cleared to play Antonio Brown. And then he did the motion of, you know, you're done here. So there's kind of some weird things going on with Tampa Bay. Um, the line did fall to Carolina. We got to mention that, you know, a lot of these books were minus nine-ish down to minus eight. This mm -hmm. would be a kind of a divisional dog type angle if you like the Panthers. I just don't know how much faith I have in the Panthers. What are you going to get from Sam Darnold? It's kind of like another tryout here. I'd probably <laughs> rather have Darnold than Cam Newton, but still, Pritch, uh, this is a game that I don't want to touch until we get closer to uh, to Sunday. But I would say some under money. Okay. Remember, this is a low-scoring yeah. game the last time they played. It's 43, down to around 41 and a half. And also, Pritch, just a kind of a tip here. Like, when you if you see anything crazy happen on those Saturday games, let's see if they influence those other games. Like, you know, what if something happens where, you know, Cowboys lose and Rams get more motivation for their game? Do you see the line go to the Rams? These are mm -hmm. little things I think you got to keep up on. Also, Pritch, I'm sorry about, your, uh, you know, the Broncos here with Altitude and all our fans there. They're getting no love. People are hammering Kansas City today. Uh, it's all the way, I, I woke up there minus 10. They're up to 11 and yeah. a half. A uh, lot of guys out for the Broncos for that game. Uh, a lot of guys are out. Uh, Broncos have not beat the Kansas City Chiefs since 2015. <laughs> Josh <laughs> Applebaum. So keep an eye on that game for sure, too. Uh, VSIN has a great uh, new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all new big game, big dance special provides all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game, and the upcoming big game college hoops betting guides, all for just $69. Get to vcin.com slash big deal to sign up today. Coming up next on the program, Gambling Lou, Lou Finacaro, Point Spread Weekly contributor, get his thoughts on Week 18 in National Football League. That's next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today. And join us right now, Lou Finicaro, VSIN MMA analyst, Point Spread Weekly contributor, also host of Bout Business Podcast. Lou, how are you today? Excellent, Pritch. Great to visit with you and Josh. Looking forward to week 18, and then we can roll up our sleeves and start to, uh, you know, grapple with the playoffs. Speaking of week 18, I uh, have to get your experience, your expertise, your your uh, perspective, too, about betting week 18. Beginning of the week, Josh and I talked to Josh about maybe we approach it, or I approach it, certainly, uh, as if this is like a preseason. I mean, we're going to see starters at times and certain games but not throughout the entirety of the games because they got to get tuned up for uh, the playoffs. Uh, Lou, your, expert, your expertise, your experience, uh, how are you approaching Week 18 in National Football League? Well, I, I think I approach it similarly to what you gentlemen have just kind of outlined. I think you have to pick your spots. Uh, this time of year in December, I'm really trying to target playoff caliber matchups, meaning both teams playing for something so that I don't have to try and uh, handicap also what a team's motivation may or may not be. And so that leaves us with very few games this week, uh, but a few games that I'm looking forward to trying to attack. 
Lou, it's great to be with you, and uh, hopefully we only have one more week until we get MMA back, some UFC, because I know you and I are both uh, thirsty for uh, for some UFC returning here on the 15th. But um, I'm with you, Lou. I want to ask you about a game where I think you and I might have a similar uh, you know perspective on. It's the Los Angeles Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders, kind of one of those everybody games where it looks like a uh, big majority of public bettors are going to be uh, looking at the Chargers here, Herbert, kind of a, a high-rising team. Maybe they're just kind of down on Vegas in general. A lot of these books open, minus 2.5. With the Chargers, early move was towards, uh, uh, almost called San Diego, L.A. here, up to minus three. I'm holding out. Can I get a hook on the, on the Raiders here? I don't know if that's going to take place. If not, I'll grab the three. But you got a divisional dog here in a primetime spot, uh, and maybe you get Darren Waller back. So what are you thinking for this one, Lou? Will this be a spot where you look toward the Raiders at home? Indubitably, Josh. Indubitably. <laughs> uh, and I'll tell you why. Uh, when I look at the Chargers, um, I look at where their last couple of wins came from. Uh, well, let's just look at their last win, the Broncos. And who came to town with the Broncos? It was like the Clampets pulling in with that truck full of, of, of decrepit players, mostly uh, all with COVID. Uh, they lose to the Texans, and then they lost to Kansas City three weeks ago. Meanwhile, Vegas has had every opportunity to fold the tent up and quit, and they have not done it. This time of the year, the eye test means so much. And Vegas, to me, they have huevos. They have fortitude. They have guts. And I keep wanting to call them the San Diego Chargers, but I'm not going to. The Los Angeles Chargers, to me, their team is epitomized by 32nd ranked rush defense and that's a gutless squad. Yeah, they got foil and glamour and glitz with a great offense, uh, and I think this could be a shootout, but I want the team with fortitude, and I think if we can get the three and a half, great, but let's not be afraid to invest in the money line plus 140 for a team at home that I think has done the much better job in the last four weeks. Boy, we are in for a treat today because we got the adjectives with Lou today. Uh, so, Lou, let's follow up with that because we got the Rams and the 49ers. Josh and I were talking about this game. The 49ers maybe an angle there. Jimmy G perhaps going to return. Who knows? Uh, but the Rams on the board right now laying four and a half. Uh, they could secure the two seed if they get the victory over the 49ers. What do you think? A lot of moving parts here, Mike. I mean, early in the week, there was a six on uh, on San Francisco, and now the thing has gone all the way down. Uh, grabbing San Francisco with the six early in the week is perfect if Jimmy G plays, because then that's going to further continue to collapse that line and give arbitrage betters the opportunity to come back with the Rams. For those that weren't doing that kind of research and investment early in the week. To me, the look ahead line here was the Rams minus six. Now it's down to four. I think that's as low as it goes, but we want to wait if there's no investment made yet for Jimmy G to get that announcement because that'll dip that price further. And in my opinion, it makes the Rams a bargain. Look, on offense, San Francisco Eli Mitchell, he didn't practice yesterday. They've got a little bit of lack of continuity on that offense, and yeah, they got some really nice gimmicky toys, but I really think this is the Rams who've been getting their nose bloodied by San Francisco for many years. Great spot for the Rams at home by and low. 
Lou, let's go to an AFC East game, 425 on Sunday, the Jets and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, in terms of the spread, we've seen a little bit of movement, surprisingly, to the Jets. Maybe this means, I don't know, uh, you know, Buffalo's up big, takes their foot off the gas, or rest their guys in the second half. But that line did open, Buffalo laying 17. A lot of shops are down to 16 and a half or 16. Uh, but I think you might be interested in the total here, Lou. A lot of under money, open around 45, down to around 41. You would be a late season divisional undermatch. And really, uh, the weather here, it's going to be cold, but we don't really care about the, the temperature when we're betting totals it's the wind you might have 20 mile an hour winds here and you do have john hussey pretty good under ref 55 percent in his career so uh any interest in the spread here or are you thinking maybe a total play maybe lean under i really have very little interest in sides for the last few weeks these unders are have just been a gold mine however it really takes investing sunday night or monday i say this almost every week but uh, on Point Spread Weekly, it, I have the Jets in Buffalo at 44. It's now 41. So division games, outdoors, it's not out of line for me to think it's going to be windy and cold in Buffalo in January, for crying out loud. A division game where there's familiarity, and I think you hit it uh, really head on early when you said Buffalo gets out maybe coast. That's exactly what I think is going to happen. I don't trust the Jets to be what they were last week against this Buffalo team in Buffalo this week. Yeah, Lou, you've been very consistent with the fact that you know, on totals, the COVID situation, so much noise here, and that continues uh, certainly into week 18. We're speaking with Lou Finnecaro, VSIN MMA analyst, uh, points for a weekly contributor, also host of the Bout Business podcast. So, Lou, Dallas and Philly, uh, COVID situations. Here we go again, all the noise, right? COVID situations, players going to play. We don't know how long. And in Philly, I was talking to Josh about this early. I think I've glossed over the fact of Sirianni has done an outstanding job this year with the Eagles so far. He has, and the strength of the Eagles team is the offensive line and defensive line, even though that offensive line has some struggles. They're still and Dallas, the number one ranked DVOA defense. Uh, I really lean here to the under. Again, division uh, on point spread weekly. I say point spread weekly so often because our deadline's Tuesday noon. Mm -hmm. So Tuesday noon, I was able to realize a 43 on that game. It's now down to 42, 42 and a half. So these unders keep regressing as we get closer to game time. That's why it's important to get it early. But this is a game that's hard to judge motivation. Will Dallas really try and win the game as McCarthy uh, says uh, that they're going to try and do? I think they may go out. Both teams try and slobber knock one another. But Philly's not going to play for a win at all costs, knowing they're already in the playoffs. And I just see a familiar game with division foes outside in some weather going to go low. Under is where I would go. Lou, I may be putting you on the spot here, but I'm trying to just, everybody I respect, I'm trying to get their take on this. Offensive rookie of the year. See if we can make some money here. You've seen a big move toward Jamar Chase. Uh, going into last week, you were getting plus money, plus 300, plus 400. Jamar Chase is now minus 250 favorite. Had a great year, as we all know. 79 catches, 1,400 yards, 13 touchdowns. Mac Jones, plus 200 right now. He was kind of the favorite uh, for pretty much all year. Had a great year in terms of a rookie. Are you going with Chase? Would you lean Chase? Do you think Jones has any value? Obviously, it's up to the voters here, but any thoughts on offensive rookie of the year? 
Well, I'd like if you'd asked me two weeks ago for me to be smart enough to say Chase was going to have a great two weeks. That's how you bet it. You get Chase <laughs> as a dog, now he's the chalk. Uh, it, the only way to bet it now would be to take the rookie quarterback from New England. I just don't know if he's going to be able to do enough on this last game to overcome uh, the recency that we're seeing with this receiver, Chase, who had an unbelievable game last week. He is Lou Finicaro of ESAN MMA Analyst, Point Spread Weekly Contributor. I highly recommend uh, that for sure, the contributor uh, uh, there at Point Spread Weekly, also host about business podcast. Lou, you're a busy man. Uh, thanks again for your time today. Thanks for clearing off a few minutes for me, guys. Good luck to everyone, and we'll talk soon. Good luck to you as well. That was awesome. Lou Finicaro right there. Uh, come up next, though, we are going to dive into NFL awards for the league in the regular season, Josh. That's coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Winter Green, Citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find a satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today. So, Josh, a few weeks ago, uh, I said that there was a player out there who should win MVP, but he took a PR hit. Uh, now, the recent <laughs> dust-up in the media and the re revelation that he was not going to vote for Aaron Rodgers, I mean, that's what I was alluding to, the PR hit that Aaron Rodgers took. Now, I think he's overcoming that. I think there's more sentiment that he is definitely going to win the MVP. But when it comes to player awards or awards in general in the National Football League, you have to take into account as a better the bias that's out there. So, for instance, uh, I talked to a longtime Hall of Fame voter. Uh, he's had a vote for years, decades even. So uh, he told me uh, a great story about one particular coach who just recently went into the Hall of Fame, Tom Flores, and, and why it took so long for him to get into the Hall of Fame. And, you know, you think about these voters, Josh, and it coincides with ESPN. Like a lot of these voters, for instance, there's no highlights. There's nothing, there's no data really other than what you read and hear about Flores. And then also it's the advocate that's in the room to advocate for that particular person to get into the Hall of Fame. So you have to sit in front uh, and or stand up in front of all these voters uh, and, and, you know, pretty much put on a case on why somebody should go into the Hall of Fame. Uh, and it's really ridiculous when you think about that. So when it comes to player awards, absolutely, there's a media bias they cover their own teams and their own markets. And obviously, if you have a bias towards a particular player, that's going to shine through. Now, Arcus, he should have never revealed who he was going to vote for. Uh, you can have his own personal feelings, but you're not supposed to reveal uh, who you're voting for, or who you're going to cast your vote for. So uh, that was a no-no, big no-no right there. But it does pull back the curtain, certainly, uh, on, from a betting perspective on what you have to look uh, into, what you have to investigate with a lot of these voters. 
Yeah, and I think it makes it a little more difficult for betters, Pritch, because we don't we can't just blindly go off of numbers and you know cover up the names of the teams. You know who had a better uh, who had a better season, who had the biggest turnaround. Uh, we have to really look at how these voters can influence these awards. And uh, again, that that guy who said that about Rogers, like he maybe could get his vote revoked, Pritch. Like mm-hmm. you should never let your bias get into something. Like you know you can disagree or agree with the off-field stuff, but. The award is the most valuable player on the field. So I totally agree. Like that guy either should have kept it to himself or maybe he's going to get his vote taken away from him. I would say Rogers right now is minus 400 to win MVP. Right. Uh, Again, if you can shop around, can you find him anything a little bit lower than that? I do like him to win that award, but definitely some other options on the board here, Pritch. And I think we might have some make uh, money making opportunities. Right. And I don't think hubs the only one that thinks that way. So keep that in mind too, as a better, Uh, (laughs) he revealed how he felt, but there's a lot of voters that, are not going to reveal uh, their vote or how they feel for particular players. So keep that in mind, though. Uh, the recency bias or bias is out there. So offensive player of the year, you got Cooper Cup. I mean, he's going to win this thing, right? Uh, I mean, he has to. Jonathan Taylor, I thought the Colts could have made an effort, a concerted effort earlier on two games ago to kind of get him more yards, more carries. But it didn't play out that way. I fully expect this weekend uh, for Taylor to get some carries here to bulk up those yards. What do you think? Yeah, Pritch, this is kind of the hardest award to predict. You can tell just based on the odds, minus 110 both sides. The odds makers are not uh, kind of showing their hand at all. They're just mm-hmm. saying, hey, this is a legit you know, coin flip from your best receiver and your best running back. So obviously it's a passing league. I think Cup may have that to his advantage. The number of receptions are unbelievable. 138 receptions, over 1,800 yards. He's got 15 touchdowns overall. But I don't know, Pritch. You know, to me, Jonathan Taylor, what I look at is if you took this guy off this team, how much worse would they be? If you take Taylor off the off the Colts, everything is predicated on him. Your your good rushing offense, your offensive line. You know, Carson Wentz, I think, steps back a ton if you can't lean on Taylor in that play action. So it's kind of a coin flip. I, I really could go either way, Pritch. You know, Cooper Cuff has been incredibly impressive, and I think he's probably been uh, even better here with Robert Woods getting hurt and just continuing to put up these numbers every single week. But it's just tough for me. Taylor, I don't know. I kind of lean Taylor. I don't really have an analytics-based reason for it, Pritch. Uh, but if you're asking me who's the more impressive player, I think there's probably more guys who can maybe do what Cup, Cup does, uh, fewer guys who can do what Taylor's been doing. I don't know, Josh. I mean, I am I have bias. I'll fully, freely admit that right you're now. You're a star receiver, I, right, Pritch. Right. Yeah, you're rooting for your guy. I'm yeah. siding with Cup. I have to. He could win a triple crown. I mean, receiving number of receptions. Uh, receiving yards, and then touchdowns. I mean, the guy could win the Triple Crown here. I mean, not a lot of people have done that. I got to look it up how many guys have done that. Yeah, I don't know. Is it Jerry Rice or who knows, Pritch? I don't know the last one to do it. but Steve Smith comes to mind. Yeah, Steve Smith. Uh, Again, it's kind of incredible here what he's been able to do. But I wonder, too, like, is there anything against him of, hey, you're very well coached with McVay. You got a star quarterback. You got a great defense. I just feel like with the Colts, you take Taylor away and they could maybe be a, you know, below 500 team with him in there. And again, I saw what he did against my Patriots, uh, you know, in that uh, that Saturday game. I just maybe I don't respect Cooper Cup enough, but again, you I, don't. I don't. Yeah, I yeah. think Taylor here, Pritch. This is this is an interesting one to me. Well, okay, let's see if you can if he can earn your respect. So Ben Wilson, our producer, just told me it's uh, Sterling Sharp, uh, Jerry Rice, and Steve Smith. Three guys since what 1966 has won the, uh, the triple crown. That's it. Yeah, who, that's it. Yeah, you rarefied air there, Pritch. Mount Rushmore. I mean, baseball so does he earn your respect? Cabrera? Yeah. Does he earn your respect now? <laughs> 
I do respect okay. him, Pritch. You know, I, I'm totally with you. Maybe I just I miss my Patriot slot receiver, my Edelman. I see Cup and I say, you know, why don't we have Edelman anymore? But uh, yeah, I think you know this is a, a one to me, Pritch, where stay glued to the odds after right. this uh, these games here uh, finish up on Sunday. What happens? Does do you see you know Cooper Cup jump up from minus one ten to minus two hundred, or is it Taylor the late move? I think this is one of those where put your biases aside again, mm-hmm. my bias toward Taylor <laughs> against cup here. Uh, but what does that late move do before they, uh, they close the odds and take them off the board? Maybe that's another way to bet this one. Just go with the late movement. Yeah. Rams are going to need cup uh, in a big game for him uh, to get that number two seed there against 49ers. So uh, keep that in mind too. comeback player of the year. This is very interesting because you got Dak Prescott. A lot of people thought he was going to win it halfway through the year. Um, he's still the favorite minus 185. but here comes Joe Burrow. Plus 145 on this list here, Josh. 70% completion. 70%. This guy's been sacked 50 times, 51 times to be exact. And yet he's got 4,600 passing yards. Yeah, he's had an incredible year here, Pritch. And again, this was kind of a fait accompli that I was going to be Prescott. I mean, he's been a big favorite pretty much all year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost the reverse of like Brady being MVP for quite a long time and then seeing Rodgers kind of overtake him. You're seeing this uh, spot here where Burrow's really kind of closing the gap. You're still seeing a favoritism toward Dak Prescott, though, minus 185. Uh, he has had fewer interceptions here. I know he's tailed off kind of toward the end of the year, but only 10 picks. Uh, whereas you look at, you know, um, obviously with Burrow, he's got 14. Don't take that away from him. But I look at two things, Pritch. Number one, just how gruesome Prescott's injury was. We all saw his leg snap in half, and now you're seeing what he's doing. I think there's kind of a visceral reaction to how badly injured he was and how he's gotten this team, you know, back to winning the division. The other one is the Jerry Jones factor here. He's got a lot of influence, Pritch, in the NFL. And if you have Jerry Jones, I don't know if he's lobbying behind the scenes saying, uh, hey, you got to vote for my guy Dak here for this award, Pritch. You know, that sort of thing. Will that have any influence on these voters? I'll go Prescott here, but I'm, I totally admit this is becoming a very, very tight number when it looked like it was Prescott in a runaway. Yeah, and then Burrow with the injury too. you know, the last game of the year, you know, his numbers aren't going to change really. I mean, you think of Dak Prescott, the game that he's going to be playing and a lot of injuries. We'll see what happens though. I mean, uh, there's incentives out there certainly for, with these uh, player awards too. Uh, and, and so you got guys, you know, players that they want to lobby for that Tom Brady or, or even Aaron Rodgers. They want to lobby for those numbers. They're going to stand the test of time, especially when you're elevated with your performance that way. How about offensive rookie of the year? Um, Jamar Chase minus 250 now. And then Mac Jones, your guy out there in New England, plus 200. What do you think? Yeah, so I think I'm kicking myself for not getting Jamar Chase when he was plus 800 like a week ago or plus or two weeks ago or whatever mm-hmm. that was. Um, again, another one where it was pretty much Mac Jones all year. Obviously, he stayed, you know, really uh, differentiated himself from this rookie class. Is he the best quarterback of the rookie class? Time will tell. But he's certainly had the best rookie year. Uh, getting your team into the playoffs, you know, his touchdown to uh, interception ratio is great. You know, throwing over for over 3,000 yards. But I put a lot of stock, Pritch, when we get into these awards, and I kind of liken it. It's almost like the NFL draft or the NBA draft right. late movement. It doesn't always win, but it kind of wins at a really high rate. I don't have a number for you, but I've been betting on these awards for probably over 10 years now at this mm-hmm. point. And whoever the late steam is going to, they tend to win the award. So Jamar chase flipping from a plus money spot to now minus two fifty, And really, I think it was that, that game, obviously, you know, you're not breaking any news here, but his performance against the chiefs that really won him that award. So uh, Mac, you could say, Hey, rookie quarterback, he's done great, but maybe voters say, yeah, but he's got Belichick and he's got a good defense and he landed in a really good spot. What Jamar chase has been doing. Unbelievable. Uh, Pritch, I would lay the minus. What is it? Minus, minus two fifty now. 
shop around? Can we find a minus 175 at, you know, kind of a slow-moving book? I think it's Chase's award, but what do you think, Pritch? You're my star wideout. Yeah, you know, I, I was voted Rookie of the Year, my rookie year, uh, by one uh, publication, but then <laughs> other publications, all rookie team for sure. But uh, I, I think it's going to come down to what you just said and alluded to about Mac Jones. He's in a perfect situation as a rookie. I mean, look at Wilson, look at uh, Lawrence and Fields. I mean, Mac Jones is in an ideal situation, so I think the reward should go to Chase. Coming up next, uh, NBA is coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betty. 
Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Just place a $10 Moneyline wager on any game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Plus, earn M Life rewards that can be redeemed for rooms and dining at any MGM Resort. BetMGM is proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just download the app, go to BetMGM.com, and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets. If a three-pointer is made in the game you wager on, visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Welcome back to the program. Is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, some news and notes for the National Football League. We have to get these in uh, to develop during the show. So, Clyde Edwards-Elair officially out for Week 18 for the Chiefs. No, I was just looking at the Chiefs and, okay, who's going to tote the rock in that game against the Broncos? How are they going to shorten this game uh, and get out of there with the victory? Minus 11 uh, against the Broncos. Mentioned earlier, the Broncos have not defeated the Chiefs since Peyton Manning, 2015. 45 is a total there. Yeah, Pritch, this is a big line move here for Saturday. Uh, obviously, a lot of these lines, you know, going into yesterday, it was only laying 10, flip all the way to 11 or 11 and a half. And I'll get your intel on this, Pritch. I'll mm -hmm. defer to you and our altitude crew, but sums up with the Broncos. I don't know if it's just, you know, we had it in our hands and we let it slip away, but you've lost three straight now. You get rolled there by the Chargers. Uh, it just feels like this team is ready to kind of end this year and maybe turn the page to next year. That you was got a two lot weeks of COVID. ago. <laughs> they did that two yeah, weeks ago. Exactly, Pritch. So I don't really want to get in front of us. So mm -hmm. like normally, you know, if you're asking me just normally betting NFL, would I ever like I'm looking at like 80% of bets here on the Chiefs? Would I be with the 80% getting the worst of the number laying double digits in the division on the road? No, I would never want to do that. But I think if you're ever going to do it, keep in mind week 18, we've kind of hammered this home, but you do see favorites who are motivated playing teams who have nothing to play for ready to pack it in tend to do well covering these numbers. You look at uh, historically the last game of the season, you see favorites tick up about 3% in terms of their cover rate. Mm -hmm. Not a huge deal, but that's big when you're looking at some of these favorites to cover numbers. So I'm intrigued by laying the points with uh, with Kansas City here. Uh, Pritch, you know, again, not really what, what I normally want to do, but Michael Lombardi made a good point earlier on Lombardi line. He was saying, you know, Drew Locke, are they going to get over 10 you know, 12 points in this game. That means that, you know, the Chiefs only have to score what, you know, 24. To me, that's when you play game theory in your head, how is this Broncos offense going to stay, uh, you know, uh, keep pace with, with the Chiefs, especially with a bad defense with a lot of guys out? Call me crazy, Pritch. I'd actually lean, lean laying the points here with the Chiefs. Yeah, I'd say a lot of guys checked out over there with the Broncos. I and mean, that happened two weeks ago <laughs> because they had plenty of opportunity to be motivated against the Raiders. They didn't pack their helmets or shoulder pads. The Raiders uh, went up and down the field on them. Close game because of turnovers, but yet the Broncos could have kept their playoff dreams alive and uh, certainly kept their season alive. But it, it would also have meant that Fangio would still remain your coach. Last week against the Chargers, they didn't have any interest in that game, uh, certainly from a physical standpoint or even execution standpoint. So why are the Broncos going to have motivation at home when there's going to be a ton of no-shows? Uh, a lot of fans in, in Broncos country are like, okay, Fangio's done after the year. 
Uh, we need a quarterback because we think we're a quarterback away. That's what the Broncos feel like. They think they are a quarterback away from having a Super Bowl caliber team again. So they want the changes. The fans want the changes. I think some people in the front office want the changes to happen too. So uh, there you go with lack, lack of uh, motivation for the Broncos at home. Yeah, and the other thing that's really surprising, Pritch, to me is that you're actually seeing the total go up. That doesn't make much sense. Like, mm -hmm. it, typically in these games when you're getting a lot of guys out, you see a lot of these unders, you know, really fall here. Maybe you get that that lower-scoring game that we kind of think about in the division. You've also have the Broncos, who have been really good to the under this year. I think they're like, they're 12, yeah, they're 12-4 and four to the under. They've been an under team. But what surprised me is the total open 43, it's up to 45. Right. So is this one of those games where, you know, you're looking at uh, recently, I think there was a game, who was it, against Vegas, where Kansas City won like 48 to nine remember that game pritch back in i think it was early december is that the sort of thing we're looking at now where kansas city just absolutely rolls this broncos team that uh, again is ready for the season to end that's notable to me typically you, you, you tend to see these totals drop not this one here almost all these totals are falling week 18 this one's actually going up tells me maybe the chiefs uh you know keep scoring and keep scoring hit the over and maybe cover that 11 11 and a half yeah clyde edwards elair out for this game of coming up here week 18 uh, and then, Josh, okay, one of, the, one of the things I just got to get in real quick about the Broncos, too. I mean, uh, it's the situation when you're looking at uh, that team from a motivation standpoint or lack thereof, uh, but yet you're also looking for the future, too. I mean, you okay, you just said you wanted to lay the points here against Kansas City, perhaps, maybe. But it's like, why not just stay away from this situation? Because I'm thinking about what you said about Lombardi, what he said. And I'm like, okay, is Drew Locke even a starter in this league and I was curious did Lombardi mention that at all yeah I think his angle here was just that Drew Locke's not going to get uh, put up many points here for this okay. game so as a result you know it gives you a little more confidence in laying a bigger number here with the Chiefs because Locke's not going to score enough to kind of keep pace in that regard Pritch the other thing is like you know you're seven and nine right now you probably want to lose this game you're not going to go anywhere you're going to mm -hmm. improve your draft pick <laughs> and then in the offseason Pritch we're going to probably have to dust off all those prop bets of, you know, where will Russell Wilson go? Where yeah. will Aaron Rodgers go? You, you know the Broncos were rumored with Rodgers kind of before that saga. We did all those shows over the summer where Broncos were actually at one point a favorite to land Rodgers. Lose a game, get a better draft pick. You got nothing to play for. I think the motivation is all on Kansas City to maybe try to catch the Titans. That's why, again, Pritch, I don't love this situation. I yeah. would never do all things being equal in the regular season. But this one-off spot, I kind of like the, the Chiefs bigly here this weekend. Okay, let's get to the association because your Celtics laying two on the road <laughs> against the Knicks. Back-to-back -back situation for the Celtics. 208 is the total. Uh, Josh, I was looking at something. You know, Boston 1-4 ATS last five games too, by the way. Uh, but Boston just coming off of four straight home games. Uh, prior to that, I was just looking at their schedule. Uh, four straight home games. The next road game was a loss. That was uh, uh, November 26th. Uh, go back to uh, December 25th on Christmas, four straight home games prior to Milwaukee, uh, and then they go on the road and lose. So here you go with the exact scenario, F uh, four straight home games. They lost to San Antonio last night. Can they get the dub tonight against the Knicks, Land two? Yeah, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on I, – I already screwed it up already. Like, like George Bush screwed that one up. But, uh, Pritch, this Celtics team is really hard to predict. You know, I watch all the games. Uh, when when you think they're going to perform well, they let you down. Like last night, they're a seven-and-a-half-point favorite against mm -hmm. the Spurs. They lose outright. Jalen Brown misses a bunny there oh, at the man. end. 
to force overtime. Uh, and then when you kind of disregard them and think they're ter terrible, they'll surprise you and have a big win. So with that being said, you know, the line did move a little bit to the Celtics. They opened minus one. They're up to minus two. They're not that lopsided of a play. Uh, we've been preconceived or kind of to believe that, you know, hey, back-to-backs always bet against the team on the second leg of a back-to-back. -back. But I don't think that's always the case as it used to be. Uh, if you actually look at teams on a on a back-to-back -back where the line moves in their favor, they actually cover around 56% of the time the last couple of years. So maybe a slight lean to the Celtics in this spot. You know, Jalen Brown, I think, has something to prove after missing that layup last night. Maybe you get a motivated effort here. But, Pritch, I, I low-water marked and took the, the over here. Okay. Uh, it actually opened at... 211 and a half. It got all the way down to 207 and a half. Uh, I have a system where if you look at totals that fall at least four points, you buy low, take the over. It's around 50, I think like 54, 55%, nothing crazy. But I'm, I'm kind of happy about that. It's up to 208, 208 and a half right now. So I'm rocking that over. And it's really anybody's guess what kind of Celtics team you're going to get, Pritch. I think at some point you're going to have to throw up your hands and say this Brown Tatum thing is just not working out. <laughs> well, the rotations aren't set either because of COVID and certainly injuries uh, played a part in that. Uh, and then the Knicks trying to figure out their roster too. The Knicks can play defense though. Uh, and I think that's why people maybe uh, bet that under early on. Yeah, again, good point by you, Pritch. And again, both these teams under. You had a lot of reasons to like the under. Yeah. Just to me, when you're betting NBA, it becomes a value play when a line moves so much. Mm -hmm. So this could be a 99-90 game, and I'm like, what an idiot I was for <laughs> buying low, taking the over. Uh, that's probably what's going to happen here. But uh, to me, this is kind of a play I make every time. If it falls too much, yeah. it's just a value value play, not a sharp play, but a value play. And as far as back-to-backs, I think the, the fellas are kind of used to that situation now. Uh, they know how to deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And again, you go back five years, even, you know, 10 years ago, this was an automatic, like, don't say anything, mm -hmm. but just bet against these teams on a second leg of a back to back. And it was like a killer model for years and years on end. Public caught up to it. Books kind of adjusted these numbers. So you really don't have that anymore. And again, the line is going to Celtics, even though they played last night. Any thought on the Warriors uh, taking on the Pelicans here? Yeah, this is a huge drop here because a lot of guys are out for Golden State. Yep. This is one of those plays for me that if you're glued to Twitter uh, and you could jump on Pel Pelicans as soon as Draymond Green, Stephen Curry, I think there's another guy, uh, Toscano Anderson, he's going to be out here mm -hmm. this one as well. Obviously, the big one is Curry. But this was minus 7.5 Warriors this morning. It's all the way down to 1.5 now. And if you're getting 1.5 with the Pelicans, uh, you're getting the worst of it. You know, if you jumped on them early, you're feeling good about it. Uh, this is a no play for me, Pritch. I hate betting these games where you see a huge move based off an injury and you feel like, hey, let me just take Pelicans because the Warriors are down all these guys. But Pritch, I think the Warriors and their backups might be better than the Pelicans. <laughs> I think you're right. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, good call on that under uh, last night, though, with the Warriors in the Mavs here. I appreciate it, Pritch. By the way, I'm sorry about the Gators last night, but we got a new one, Pritch, tonight. Same spot, unranked favorite versus a ranked opponent, Indiana Hoosiers, Moneyline the Hoosiers. All right, I tuned in to the end of that game against Bama, uh, and I thought of you because I know you were on the Gators that way. We had the lead at half, too, Pritch. Right. Completely crumbled down the stretch. What are you going to do? I hear you. Great job. We'll see you tomorrow. The Edge coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.